You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. You Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I'm so excited to have you with me here today. Now, as I mentioned on last week's episode, today we're going to be kicking the new year off right. And we're going to be talking about embracing habits over resolutions. Now, I know every year the new year rolls around and for some reason, I don't know who started this, but everybody seems to have a New Year's resolution, right? We have this thing that we say we're going to do. 2024 is going to be different. New year, new me. You know how you know how you act. I'm going to say you, me included. You know how we act, all right? We think that the new year is going to be a new slate and everything's going to start off right and it's going to continue. The problem with this resolution, right, is that we have good intentions, but our follow through is not it. Our follow through is not it whatsoever. So I really wanted to talk about embracing habits over resolutions because habits, habits, consistent habits will remain. But a resolution, eh, those things don't tend to stick around. So let's let let let's let's just get into the research of it all right research shows that 80 percent of resolutions fail by february 80 percent now if your new year's resolution was ever health related like you were going to start going to the gym start working out at the gym full time you know right especially you go to the gym in january and the gym is full Okay, the gym is full. Everybody's there. New year, new me. Everybody's working out. You can't even use your equipment. I remember having that problem. But then you get to the end of the month and all those resolution people, all those new year, new me, all those people who thought they were going to come to the gym and paid for three months up front or the whole year up front, they just disappear because resolutions do not work. Okay, resolutions (laughs) do not work because they lack a solid foundation and they focus on the end results rather than the journey, right? This is where a habit comes in. Habits are day-to-day things that we do that will help us get to the end result. But without the habit, without initiating or creating that long-lasting habit, the end result is not gonna, gonna come into play. Proverbs 21.5 reminds us that the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Choosing habits means adopting a diligent approach to our goals, and this can be transformative, okay? Having a diligent approach to our goals. So I'm gonna touch on the disadvantages of resolutions one more time. They tend to be vague, all right? So our resolutions tend to be vague. They lead to frustration and discouragement. So instead of saying, you know, I want to lose weight, that's really vague. Even saying, you know, I'm going to lose 
10 pounds within the first two months of the year. That's that's vague because you're not really putting into place in your mind the approach, the habit that you're going to create that's going to get you to your end goal. So instead of saying things like I lose weight, consider adopting a habit like daily exercise or mindful eating. Now, if you create, if you set out to create a habit that I want to move my body, move my body three to five times a week, right? And give yourself that go moving your body, whether it's going to a spin class, doing a stretch, whatever else, walk, going for a walk or run, whatever works for you, that is different than just vaguely saying I'll lose weight. Now, Philippians 4.13 encourages that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So turning resolutions into habits allows us to lean on God's strength in our journey. Now, if you have already, you know, had your moment, you set yourself some 2024 resolutions, some goals, but you haven't actually thought about the habit or the things that you're going to do to achieve those things, it's not too late, okay? There are 12 months in a year. It is not too late to actually take some time, sit down, seek God, and work through what you want to do to actually get these things in place. And that's what we're going to talk about on the podcast. And I want you guys to, you know, after you've listened, go away, sit down, grab your notebook, pray, and really think about what you're going to do. So the advantages or habits are clear. Habits provide clear structure, consistency, and become an integral part of our daily lives. By creating habits aligned with our purpose, we're actively shaping our character. Romans 12 2 reminds us, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Habits renew our minds and help us align with God's purpose for our lives. So reflect on your resolutions and consider one key habit that aligns with your God-given purpose. Start small, be consistent, and let the habit become who you are, right? We want to change and frame our minds so that these things become who you are. I've talked about this in a previous episode, and I, I can't remember if it was the episode I did about limiting beliefs or something else, but I'll try and find it and link it in the show notes. But it's important to change the framework of our mind. So instead of me saying, for example, I want to read 12 books throughout the year, that's not really the goal. The goal for me really is I want to be a reader. So what does that require? That requires me to actually read books, right? I have to pick up books and actually read them. So by picking up books and actively reading and reading on a daily basis, let's say I set myself a goal of reading 30 minutes a day, I become the thing, right? I become a reader. And while I'm being a reader, then I hit that end goal of reading 12 books a year. And that is completely uh, possible. My mind is drawn to when uh, last September during my maternity leave, I got to a point where I had watched as much TV as it was actually ridiculous. I have seen so many TV shows, so many series, like I would finish, not season, the series. So if... <laughs> If the show had five seasons in two weeks, I had watched all five seasons. Like it was actually getting crazy. And I know that, you know, in the beginning, it was really hard for me to move around with my daughter. I had a C-section, so I was healing. So I was really confined to being in one place. And of course, she, as all do newborns do, loved to sleep on me. So that meant that 
while breastfeeding and then while napping, I really wasn't moving from the nursing chair. So I thought what's easy to do, watch TV, but it got to a point where it got out of hand and I wanted to, you know, change what I was doing because I know that TV is my problem. I love a good TV show. I love to bury myself in it when I come home from work. Something that I don't really have to think about. Something that's really... Uh, you know, something either something fun or funny to watch. I love superhero movies. I love the Big Bang Theory. I love a good drama. Like I have a list of TV shows that I would know what day they came on and when it was time to tune in. So I know that about myself and I recognize that although that is something that I like to do, I can get carried away. So I, around September, it was my 30th birthday and I was like, you know, right before my 30th birthday, Shante, you need to do something. Do something to get your brain working again. Do something to be more active. So I said to myself, I wonder if I could read 12 books by the end of the year. Now, this is the middle of September. So that means we're already there. We're already, we've got like a little over what, September to October, October to November, November to December. We got about three months or so roughly three months or so to, to read 12 books. But I, I knew that once I started reading and once I finished the first book, I would quickly want to get into the next book and the next book and the next book. And, I, and that happened. I'm recording this episode. It's not quite the end of the year yet. And I went past my read 12 books and I've read 15 because I decided that I was going to make reading habit, rank reading a part of my daily routine. So in the beginning, I set out for 30 minutes a day. I had a daily routine of things I would do. And part of my daily routine was to read 30 minutes a day. That's what I was focusing on. Not the 12 books, reading 30 minutes a day, small steps to start with, right? Small steps. And every day I would read for at least 30 minutes. And after time would go by, I would read a bit more and a bit more and a bit more and allowed me to get through all of those books because I truly do love to read. But just given the nature of my work, I read a lot at work, you know, having a baby reading kind of went in the back burner and I really needed to reignite my flame. So what I'm saying in all of that is when you create habits, start small, okay? Smart, start small and think about things that will help you get to toward your end goal. So if, like I said, if you want to work out, I mean, sorry, if you want to lose weight or, you know, healthy living, then think about things you can do, right? You can say, you know what? My goal for this year is to not drink any sugary drinks. Start small. Start with something that can be consistent, that you can be consistent with and build on that. So let's kick resolutions out and bring new habits in that align with your God-given purpose and with who you see yourself as, right? And who God sees you as. Now that we understand the importance of habits, let's dive into how to create and sustain them. Building habits is a gradual process and it starts with setting realistic goals. Remember, small, consistent steps lead to lasting change. I'm going to say that again. Small, consistent steps lead to lasting change. So I gave you my example and I want to I want you guys to just take a moment and think about what you can do that is small and that is consistent that can help you restart. Mm -hmm. Help you restart, help you to do the thing that you've set out to do for 2024. And when you 
think about those things think about the small consistent starts dm me dm me on instagram at shantae sapphire let me know what your 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 what habits you're creating for 2024 i want to cheer you on so definitely send me a dm proverbs 16 3 encourages to commit to the lord whatever we do and he will establish our plans so begin to commit your desires of new habits to god seeking his guidance in the process listen even when we are creating habits, creating uh, routines and things of that nature, it can get hard. I'm not saying that this is easy. Discipline, consistency, diligence, all of those attributes are something that we need, right? And that will help us with our purpose, with what God has for us. If we develop those characteristics, then when God starts giving us more things to do, then we can push forward and do it. My mind is drawn to, for example, if you feel like God is leading you to write a book, right? And thinking about, you know, saying that your new year's resolution or your new year goal 2024, I'm going to write a book. That is massive. That is a massive goal. And yes, you can accomplish it. But what if you sat down and said, instead of me focusing on writing the book, let me just start with writing. Let me set a timer every day, 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes. I set my timer. I put my electronics away, my phone, my Instagram, and I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to write. I'm going to open my heart up to the Lord. I'm going to write what he tells me to write. And after 30 minutes is done, I'm just going to push it to the side and keep moving. You would be able to do that on a consistent basis and you would be able to continue to do that throughout the year until the book is done. But building that habit, that discipline, that thing where you're writing for a certain, certain amounts of minutes a day will really help you lay the foundation for what your end goal is. Now, when I was traveling, I bought an egg timer. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I think they use it really for baking, but I've, I've bought it purposely to do work in short bursts. So I've got my egg timer and when I'm getting ready to do work, I set it for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes so that I can sit there and do what I'm supposed to be doing without looking at my phone, without being distracted and actually get things done. When we actually sit down and do work without distraction, do you realize how much work you get done? Like if I put my phone away, you know, turn whatever working music I want to listen to, whether it's smooth jazz or something I can actually sing along while I'm working, put my phone away, come off of the internet, turn my email like on do not disturb. I get so much done. And I say this all the time when I'm talking to friends or when I'm talking with my husband, I can get a lot done quickly. My problem is that I try to do a lot with a lot of things going on in the background, right? A lot of tabs are open in my mind and on the computer and I'm starting to do different things, which stops me from doing what I set out to do. But if you think about it, if you put your things away, if you go in a do not disturb sort of zone, set your timer for 30 minutes and just write, you would write way more than you ever thought you could. So I want you to start with small, realistic goals. I mean, sorry, small, start with small, realistic things that are habits that you can use to help you, right? And commit those desires of these new habits to God and let him show you his guidance in the process. Next, I want you to identify specific actions that align with your purpose. If your goal is to deepen your spiritual connection with God, 
Consider daily prayer or a meditation habit. Be intentional. Be intentional about linking your habits to your overall life goals. James 1:22 reminds us, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Action. Action is key in habit formation. So start today. Don't procrastinate. Do you guys hear me? Do not procrastinate. Start today. You're listening to this whatever time. If it's the morning, pick that thing you can do today and get started. Create new routines. Routines turn into habit. I don't know if you guys have daily routines. I have myself like a morning routine and an evening routine right? And these are the things that I want to make sure that I get done at the beginning of the day. So the day goes great. And at the end of the day, so I end it smoothly. My morning routine includes things like drinking water, getting my coffee in, reading my Bible, doing my devotional, getting my morning stretch in, right? Doing my morning skincare routine. I'm diligent with that and reading 30 minutes a day. Those are the things that I try to get done in the morning. If my 30 minutes, the only thing that I move is that if I can't get my 30 minutes done first thing in the morning, I'll do it right before I go to bed or throughout the day. But we have to make a way and find ways to make sure that we are doing all the things that helps us to create these new habits. Now, because consistency is crucial, And repetition is what turns actions into habits. So set a routine, stick to it. Even when your motivation wanes, remember it's not about what you're motivated to do, but it's about consistency. Consistency builds momentum and transforms actions into second nature. Let me just pause here. Consistency, let's think about this. Now, if you start going to the gym and you're going to the gym, let's say, or working out or moving your body and you're doing something at least between working out and stretching 30 minutes a day. You consistently do that whether you're in the mood for it or not. And by week three, week four, you start noticing little changes. You know, when you're stretching, you may not be as stiff in the morning. You start seeing inches come off. Then you start seeing definition in your muscles. You may see weight come off, whatever it is that you're looking for when you're doing these things. And that consistency helps and those things that you start to see helps build your momentum to keep going. And once something becomes routine and habit, you just do it. It just becomes who you are. It's not something you have to do or you struggle to do every day. It's just a part of who you are. And that's really what we're working towards, taking these routines and habits and making them become who we are, letting them live permanently as part of our lives. Galatians 6, 9 encourages us, let's not become weary in doing good. For all at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So that means for us to persevere through challenges and trust in the process, okay? Trust in the process. So we we are going to skip our resolutions and goals and instead turn those things into habits and routines that we can be consistent about that will change who we are. And these things will change who we are from the inside and out. 
So lastly, I want you to track your progress. Keep a journal or use a habit tracking app or anything visual that would be reinforcement and motivation to you as you tick you know, the thing off and celebrate your small victories along the way and don't be discouraged by any setbacks. Me personally, I like ticking things off. That's just who I am. So if I have a list, if I have my routine down every day, I have a list and I just tick it off as I go. And once everything's ticked off the list, I feel like I've accomplished a whole heap. So those are the things that I do to track my habits, but also allow me to be a little motivated to get the things done so I can see the thing being ticked off the list. So whatever it is for you, and don't forget to celebrate small wins. I know sometimes we think that we must wait till the big thing happens. And that's when we're going to celebrate. I'm going to go back to the the example of writing a book. You may think that I cannot celebrate until the book is complete. But no, let me encourage you, celebrate after each chapter. You did it. You set out and did something that you said you were going to do. And that is cause for celebration. Now, of course, I'm not saying, you know, throw a big bashment party after every single chapter, but you know what feels right to you. Celebrate. Have friends over. I don't know. Get yourself a purse. Whatever it is that you do to celebrate. Do that thing. Go and get a massage. Whatever it is. But celebrate the small wins as they come because they are just as important as the big thing at the end. Okay. And another thing that I just want to speak on very quickly is take the year and divide it into four. Now, if you work in business or work around business or know anything about business, the year is broken up into quarters. Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4. Each quarter is 90 days, right? Three months to a quarter. Yes, three months to a quarter. Had to double check mental math. (laughs) Um, Three months to a quarter. Instead of setting goals, right, for the entire year, so you might have a long-term goal for the entire year, set a mini goal that will help with your long-term goal, right? That will help you with your habit framework. So if it's to write a book by December 31st, and you know that your book is going to have 12 chapters, then your goal is to write three chapters. That's it. Three chapters by the end of Q1. And once you write those three chapters, then you can move on and you can have a little celebration. Or after each chapter, like I said earlier, have a little celebration. But when you think about it, when you set out to do something within 90 days, you feel more time pressured to get it done. Now, when you say I want to do something by the end of the year, the end of the year feels like it's ages away. It's ages away. The only time we start saying, oh, this has happened so fast. Oh, this has happened so fast. Oh, wow, it's Christmas already. It's after the time has passed. But while you're in it and when you're looking at the top of the year, listen, January 1st looks like the top of a mountain. You're standing at the top of Everest and December 31st looks like the very bottom. So of course, in your mind, you're always going to think that you have more time than you actually do to get these things done. So how about this? Break your year up into quarters, break that thing down into things that you can achieve throughout the quarters, and then set yourself up some habits, some new routines to help you get it done. Now, this was inspired for me, at least, or told to me, or I learned this from a book called The 12-Week Year. So if you're looking for a little bit of reading, highly recommend. I'll put the link to that book in the in the bio, The 12-Week Year, but try doing it that way. When I, like I said, set that that goal to have those 
12 books read in 12 weeks and actually did 15. It's because I was reading and I was reading quickly and I was enjoying it, but I knew I only had, I, I had about 90 days. So there was a bit of a time crunch on me as well, which also helps us move forward in the things that we want to do. Okay. So I want you to keep that in mind. So I hope everything that I've said has helped you rethink what your 2024 is going to look like and rethink doing resolutions and actually taking some time out to scrap the resolutions, strap the goals, but turn those things into habits, habits, consistent habits and routines that will get you where you want to go. Remember, habits are the building blocks of purposeful life. And as we embark on this journey together, let's commit our habits to God, take intentional actions, stay consistent, and trust in the transformational power of small daily choices. Now, before we go, I want to just pray for you, for the 2024 and you embracing these new habits and routines. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today with hearts filled with gratitude for the gift of purpose and the guidance you provide on our journey. Thank you for the wisdom found in your word, reminding us the power of diligence, commitment, and transformation through habits. Lord, we seek your presence as we navigate the path to living a purpose-filled life. Help us to discern the habits that align with your divine plan in our existence. Grant us the strength to commit our desires to you, knowing that in your hands, our plans will be established. As we reflect on the importance of habits over resolution, may your spirit inspire us to take intentional actions, start small and be consistent. When challenges arise, instill in us the perseverance to press on, trusting that through our efforts, we are sowing seeds for a harvest in your perfect timing. Lord, we lift up our listeners, our purpose chasers to you. May this message resonate in their hearts, prompting them to embrace the transformative power of habits rooted in your presence. May your grace abound as they embark on this journey of intentional living. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pray, Plan, Sleep podcast. Of course, we'll be back for another episode of the Pray, Plan, Play podcast next week. If you can, if you want to, please leave us a five-star review. Also, follow us, follow your host at Shantae Sapphire on Instagram. The link is in the bio. Also, sign up for Purpose Mail so that you can get your weekly encouragement as you go along the journey. Looking forward to being with you next week. 